Wonderful. Good morning. Now I'm going to, oh God, I'm getting so old. Honestly, I'm looking at you all going, right, now I might need to take my glasses off to read the words, but then I can't see your beautiful faces. That's really sad. And I still haven't worked out where to put everything. There we go. That's better. I can see everything now. And the chaos that is Sarah doing a talk on a Sunday morning. Right. Title of this morning's talk is Faith, the Holy Spirit, and Sustainability. We're continuing our series on faith. And I want to begin with one of the things that Adam talked about last week. Um, One of the ideas that faith is about embracing the mystery and not expecting everything to be concrete. The idea that... um, Everything doesn't actually have to be nailed down and we don't actually have to know everything because actually if we think about our faith, an awful lot of it is actually a mystery. The idea that, that we are seeing, as Adam talks about, these flickers, flickers in our community, flickers in ourselves, in us, God in us, doing things, God in our community, doing things in the situations that we're in, in the people around us, the things that we should be looking for. Well, that's a mystery, isn't it? This is not something that we... It's not normal, looking for God in things. I think sometimes that we forget that our faith is a spiritual thing. It's a mystery that we should be entering into. So I thought I would start with one of the biggest mysteries of our faith. Oh, those are the sparks that we were talking about. The Trinity. Now, the Trinity is one of those big old mysteries that isn't terribly concrete. It's very hard to get your head around. Um, there's, there are lots of analogies. There's the, there's the clover analogy. There's three petals, one flower. Each petal is distinct, has its own... It's not even a petal. Leaf. You know what I mean. But it's still one plant. There's the Mars bar analogy. I like this one better. I understand it more. You know, there's a layer of chocolate. There's a layer of nougat. There's a layer of caramel. Three things, one Mars bar. Each distinct. Each has its own flavor, its its own way of being. We have a God. Three distinct people. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. One God. It's a mystery. But they are in complete unity, so we can be in complete unity. We relate differently to different parts of the Holy Spirit. Some of us get on very well with Jesus and Father. Some of us us struggle a little bit more because we don't really quite understand because the Holy Spirit is much more of a mystery to us. It's a spirit. It's there in the name. Genesis 1 tells us that we're made in the image of God. In the image of God, he created them, male and female. He created them. So, okay, it's another mystery. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but I'm a girl. Is one of them female? I don't know. The shack might tell you that some of them might be. We live in a changing world, don't we? A changing world where... At home, at the moment, I have trouble with pronouns. I don't know. I have teenagers. Sorry. 
I have teenagers with friends who are biologically one thing and, and emotionally and mentally something else. I struggle with pronouns because I go she and I get told off and go he and I go, oh, I'm very confused. I think mainly I'm just old. For the people over there, I'm probably just old, but I do get very confused. And I think actually, the writers in scripture sometimes get a bit confused about God too. Not that I'm saying that God identifies as a tree or a lily or a bit of dew. However, the Bible writers, in trying to explain the fullness of God, do speak of the divine in very different ways. As a lily, as a rose, as dew, as the wind, as fire, as a mother bear. And there are an awful lot of references oh, to lambs. God was not found in the wind. God was not found in the earthquake. God was not found in the fire. God was found in the still, small voice. And there are an awful lot of references to birthing. This was the nice picture of birthing. The PG version that I thought we would all like a little bit more. But I'm going with birthing is a very female occupation. With all the science that we have in the world, the only, from what I understand, the only male who has ever given birth was actually a female when they were born. It's a very female thing. It's a mystery. I'm made in the image of God because there's a great big flow of traits, aren't there? Some of the traits in me, other people might find masculine. Some of the traits in some of the guys in the room, people might find feminine. Because God is God and he is everything. And we are allowed to be who we are. It's a mystery. I'm made in the image of God. God is a spirit and so am I. Thessalonians 1 we go, says, may God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. We, I, you are all spiritual creatures. We are spirit, soul and body. Jesus told the disciples when he was here on the earth, that it would be better for them that he went away because then he would send the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit would fill them with power. And because of what Christ did, all you others too who heard the good news about how to be saved and trusted Christ were marked as belonging to Christ by the Holy Spirit who long ago has been promised to all us Christians his presence within us is God's guarantee that he really will give us all that he promised. And the Spirit's seal upon us means that God has already purchased us and that he guarantees to bring himself to us, us to himself. This is just one more reason for us to praise our glorious God. The Holy Spirit has been placed in each one of us, the NIV says, as a deposit of all the good that God will do. Those flames, those flickers that Adams talks about, that flame of the Holy Spirit is already within us all. These sparks, 
that Adam talks about dancing. He doesn't talk about them dancing. When I think about them, I see them dancing around in our community, in our friends, in our family, in ourselves. The Holy Spirit is going, look what I'm doing over here. The Holy Spirit's going, look what I'm doing in here. And those things, they call to each other. They draw to each other. Look, I'm here. I'm at work. Come on, come and join in. God in you, God around you, God wanting to change the world. And that's what we're talking about very much at the moment. God wanting to change the world, yeah? Adam could give you a list. Oh, no, not that one. Adam could give you a huge list of the things that God is doing in our town at the minute. And I'm sure if I spoke to each one of you, you could tell me of the sparks that you are beginning to see where life is beginning to spark up and where sometimes objection is starting to try and get in the way of the things that you know God wants to do. Sometimes you'll hear it called um, a revival or a renewal, the thing that God is doing at the moment. When you want to revive a human being, you actually have to breathe into that person, although I know you don't necessarily, but if they don't, well, now they say compressions are good enough, but I don't know. I think you still have to breathe before you do the compressions. Hey-ho. The Holy Spirit, we are saying at the moment, are sparks. If you put oxygen, if you breathe the Spirit of God in, your flame gets bigger. If we are breathing in the Spirit of God... The flame inside of us grows. If we are breathing out the Spirit of God into the arena that we are looking at, the flame grows. We are looking at renewal in us. If we are feeling a bit dead, a bit like we are asleep, we sing lots of songs about being asleep and wanting to wake up and be revived. This is what we're talking about. A revival comes to the church. It comes to wake us up, to slap us round the face and go, hello, come on guys, we're here. Now, it may well be that some of us, some of us in this room are, oh, I don't know what Julie called it, bubbling and sparking on the inside. Some of us in this room are probably going, oh, what the heck are you talking about? I'm tired, I'm a little bit fed up with life at the moment. That's okay. The Holy Spirit is within you. It's a deposit. We do things. We do things. We ask for the Spirit of God to breathe in us, to revive the flame, to make the flame burn stronger. At the end, we're going to um, we're going to look at praying for the Holy Spirit within us to rise up and for the Holy Spirit to fall on us for those sparks to burn brighter. But one of the things I wanted to... The other thing I wanted to look at was the concept that today, this is the time for this renewal. This is the time for this revival. Many of us who have been Christians a very long time... Hey, I was here 20 years ago in the auditorium, I'm old, it's fine, I don't care anymore. 
we've seen what have been called waves of the Holy Spirit before. And sometimes we see the flickers and we see the life and it's not sustainable. And the reason for that is that a flame, a flicker needs something to burn. And we're going to come to two words that no one likes. I tried. Adam is the, the king of all changing words into things that make things slightly more easy to listen to. There are no easy words for the words obedience and discipline. They're horrible words. Everybody hates them. I don't like them. But they are the fuel to make the Holy Spirit in us burn. We have to feed the Holy Spirit within us. If we want to get this, these sparks to become a flame, we need to feed the fire. We need to feed the fire. There aren't many flames, fires that have been going. The Olympic flame, that was a light. I don't know if it's ever gone out. Spinning the light for a very long time because people keep feeding the flame. People keep feeding the fire, yeah? A flame on its own, and a match, a sparkler will be gone within minutes. We have to light a fire. We have to feed a flame. We are um, we're called sons and daughters of God. We're made in God's image. But we're also servants. Jesus came to be a servant, and we are called to be like him. So we also are called to be servants. One of our dimensions is to serve we fuel the Holy Spirit when we obey God's prompting, which makes the Holy Spirit within us burn more brightly. This is true. Great moves of God are usually preceded by simple acts of obedience. We choose to obey. The Spirit in us burns more brightly. And the other thing we choose to do is we choose to practice spiritual disciplines. There's another set of interesting words. They aren't tricky. We choose to pray. That's a spiritual discipline. So if you're praying, I don't know how holy are we feeling this morning. If you're praying daily at the moment, if you're praying weekly at the moment, if you're praying intermittently, intermittently, there's a good word at the moment, well, maybe you would consider praying slightly more regularly because that makes the fire inside us burn more, bright, burn more brightly. We commit to read the Bible. Maybe we choose to open it more than once a year, once a month, once a week, once a day. And for those of you who live in a new modern world, we choose to open the app that reads it to us. We choose to engage with it. We choose not to just read it. We choose to absorb ourselves in it, meditate on it, like, like mindfulness, but with a bit of scripture. You just keep it going round and round in your brain. We practice fasting. There's a scary one that nobody wants to do. Miss a meal for God. Ooh. Solitude, silence, speaking in tongues. Fellowship, 
Some of you don't think fellowship is a spiritual discipline. Every introvert in the room knows that it jolly well is. It's interesting. We're all different. What is it that you can do that is slightly more difficult for you that will feed God inside you? Worship. Worship. That's definitely a discipline too. Oh, don't need that one. Especially when you don't feel like it on a Sunday morning. I know worship leaders who sometimes don't feel like it on a Sunday morning. And yet, they choose in their obedience to feed the God inside them, to sustain that fire, to feed it, to watch it grow, to turn a revival into, into a wave that changes our town, we need to make this sustainable. It can't just be sparks. It has to become a fire. It has to become a blaze. We have to find ways to kindle and to rekindle the Holy Spirit. And when we fail, to start all over again. And when we fail, to start all over again. And when we're beating ourselves up the 74th time, when we fail, and then we start again. Because God is reaching out to us going, let's do this in partnership. Let's do this together. He can attain, attain, that's the right word, so much more when he does it with us. I don't know why. We go back to the beginning. Complete mystery. I don't know why God would want to involve me in his plans. Mostly because he likes relationship. He likes me. Spending time with God. That's another discipline. God is always there. I am not always present. God is always there. Sometimes my brain does not want to play. Sometimes I'm too tired and too grumpy. Oh, I like that. <laughs> That's the, I think I probably look like that. <laughs> to turn a revival into a renewal, we need to make this sustainable. When I, um, we had, um, 20 years ago, what did we have? We had a one-year-old and a three-year-old. Were we both at that thing? I think we were. I think we were at the health and safety nightmare place with a one-year-old and a three-year-old. I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure we were praying. Um, that's a long time ago. There were puddles of oil on the floor in places. It, it really was a health and safety nightmare. I had a picture. Um, I had painted a picture which, which I really felt was... Um, for that moment, but I also think it's for this moment. It's, um, it was of um, waves. The painting itself doesn't exist anymore. That doesn't bother me in the slightest. My paintings, I paint prophetically for a moment, and then whatever happens to them is entirely up to God. The idea was that the waves were coming in, and they were changing the landscape. And over the last 20 years, we have changed the landscape of Yeovil through our prayers, through our actions, through our words, through what we have done and what we have seen. God has changed the landscape. But out at sea, there was a big wave. And that big wave, it was coming in, but it was going to take time. And I believe that that big wave is a wave of the Holy Spirit for now. 
and it's drawing closer and closer. And we don't want to be washed away <laughs> when it comes. We want to be stood on solid ground. So we need, now I'm mixing fire and water metaphors. It's not helpful because one puts the other out. I do recognize that. But we want to stand and we need to stand on the Holy Spirit in us. We need to be obedient to his call, to take his hand, to walk with him. And we need to be disciplined and take this seriously. Because if we want to take hold of God, if we want God, we have to let God take hold of us. If we want to take hold of God, we have to let God take hold of us. Take hold of us in here. Where the Holy, I don't know where the Holy Spirit sits. I always think he sits in here, in our deepest being. We have to let him take hold of us. So, we're going to um, take communion this morning. And I wanted us um, to have the opportunity to choose. As we go to the table and we remember the most amazing things that God has done for us, that Jesus lived and died, he walked the earth, he went to the cross, he died for us, and then he rose again that we may have life and life in all its fullness. To choose to burn together there are, um, so there are little bonfires, campfires, I don't know, on each of the tables for communion. There are communion tables in the four corners of the room. And on each table are a hundred little flames. So I reckon 400 little flames should do us all. Tiny little flames, you're not going to be able to see them from there. Well, no, they are because their eyesight still exists. <laughs> Over here, I don't know. <laughs> this little flame is me and my commitment. My commitment to choose to be. To choose to let God take hold of me because I want to take hold of him. To choose to burn more brightly in me. To choose to read my Bible more, to worship more, to spend more time with him because I want this move to work. I want God to change our town. I want God to come in power. I want God to see. But a spark in me isn't enough. We need to feed the fire. These are little symbols, little symbols to say, yes, I want to join in. So if we can each, if we want to, if we choose to, to say, okay, yes, God, I'm in. The Holy Spirit, a little bit terrifying, but I'm going to choose to anyway. Although anybody who thinks the little Holy Spirit is terrifying, just because it's out of your control doesn't mean God's going to do anything awful. Because he doesn't. Because actually, everything we know about God says he's gentle and kind and good and faithful. The enemy will tell you that the Holy Spirit is a terrible thing and is going to be really scary and we don't want to play. 
we choose to listen to God. We choose to listen to God in us and with us. Together, we can each make a commitment. And then as a church, we are giving the Holy Spirit permission oops, to do so much more. Worship team, do you want to come back up? So I'm going to get, in a second, I'm going to get us all to stand. I'm going to pray that the Holy Spirit wells up inside us and falls down on us again today. I'm going to pray that he gives us courage to be obedient and the self-control we need to be disciplined and the joy of life that all that brings. And then when we have, um, and when we have stood and received from God, God may prompt you in your mind to decide, okay, yes, I need to do such and such more, or yes, I need to go here, or yes, I need to speak to this person. We go to the communion table. We recognize what God has done for us. It's so important that we recognize how good God is and everything he's done. Take communion and then make a commitment to him to burn a little bit more brightly, to take those little sparks, make a flame, join together, feed them and watch it burn and change our town. Okay? Okay, let's stand together.